Yeah. He would have been horrible in Boys Club. Because he's a little guy. He's small. He's little. He's, he's small. small. He's small. Small. He's small. He's our first small president. He's our smallest president. <laughs> And you're listening to Pardon Me, a presidential history podcast. Yes, you are. Oh man, here we uh, are. Okay. Number no, four. Another founding father. Another FF. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. FF? You don't like FF? that? It's yeah, we Founding can do that. Daddy? Founding Daddy. Yeah, Madison's the young guy. He was always the young upstart. Yeah. Amongst the he started young, mm-hmm. and he was young. He was, and he was young. He really he didn't young. do anything outside of politics. Yeah. So okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Where to begin? <laughs> Where to begin? Be- okay. Here's what I'll say, just kind of as a general overview about James Madison. Sure. He is definitely not the most interesting president we've ever had. No. No. Not by but a long shot. Before you turn it off. Yeah. Okay. Stop. stop. No, really, stop. stop. No, 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 no. Don't turn it off. Because we're still going to, you know. Yeah, well, no, we're no. Still there's still a lot to know it. about him. Okay. There's still a lot to know. Um, <laughs> yeah. There really is. He's super no, important. Is. He's really, really important. He did a lot of stuff. He did a lot of stuff. And he also Bill helped rights. frame Bill of Rights. He framed a lot of what we use today. And yeah. his thinking on the Constitution mm-hmm. is super topical. Yes. Like, I, I read a James Madison biography. Mm-hmm. It, it was a slog. I'm not going to lie about yeah, no. it. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't not the most interesting book I've no. ever read, especially no. since we've talked about mm-hmm. the American Revolution, yes. about the con- con- the Continental Congress, Continental. the Constitutional Convention, mm-hmm. um, you know, the CCs and the CCCs. Yeah. And the um, we've talked about, you know, three presidencies so far. Mm-hmm. Madison was around for all of those. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be hitting kind of like gliding past a bunch mm-hmm. of things. Um, I don't remember the point I was trying to make. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, that the book that mm-hmm. I read was covering a lot of these events that I've already read mm-hmm. over and over and over again and that we've talked about. Yeah. And on top of that, there's just not really that many, like, mm-hmm. juicy tidbits mm-hmm. about James Madison. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it felt like homework. Here's the problem. Yeah. Okay. First, first we went through... As Washington, mm-hmm. we went through his eyes. Yeah, he was off fighting a war, so he yep. only like stepped in occasionally mm-hmm. to the like drudgery of country building. Yeah. Then we had Adams, mm-hmm. spicy, spicy. He comes in and he says exactly how he feels. Yeah, and we were both able to like latch onto his personality mm-hmm. and his dynamics, and like he didn't care what people thought. Yeah, he was a man of integrity, mm-hmm. and we love him. I love him. Then we get to Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Now, Jefferson is complicated. Yeah. lot to suss out. A lot to talk about. A lot to talk he about. Had a, he was a conflicted man mm-hmm. because he, on the one hand, had these ideals, but on the other hand, he was weak in the flesh and yeah. did not abide by them. Now we come to Madison. <laughs> Which is... Which is... Uh, okay, so the, the book I read, mm-hmm. James Madison... Mm-hmm. Uh, it, Colon, America's first politician. Yeah. 
That's what there is to say about him. Yeah. And we know how good it is, how much people love politicians. We love it. It's so fun. Yeah, it's so, it's exactly. just, mm, 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 He's mm. not, he has no war experience. No excitement there. Nothing mm-hmm. to like talk about. Yeah. He is an avid, avid letter writer, but he edits his letters. So you don't know what he's saying. And then unlike Jefferson, he had no conflicts with slavery as an institution. Yeah, he well, he he like recognized that it was a conflict, yes. but then he was like, mm, I don't really know what to do about that. Not my yeah. problem. So he wasn't like in his letters or in anything mm-hmm. that he did legislatively mm-hmm. uh, really battling. He didn't have like mm-hmm. an internal moral battle. No. He was like very much like, yeah, this is a contradiction. Yeah. And then that was right. it. Dot, right. dot, dot. I will say there's a mm-hmm. lot of political thinking Mm -hmm. that Madison had Mm -hmm. that really resonates and a lot of his original ideas for the Constitution Mm -hmm. really like uh, some of the things he was worried about Mm -hmm. have come to fruition. Mm -hmm. He was an extremely like amazing political thinker. Um, So there's kind of that aspect of him Mm -hmm. but like on a personal level it's just kind of like he was he didn't really care to deal with any of the Mm -hmm. conflicts, hypocrisy, anything hard. Yeah. Like in his personal life, so yeah. um, it's kind of a weird because mm-hmm. with I know yeah with Jefferson it was like we were talking about him having these conflicts, mm-hmm. how we felt about him and the con- mm-hmm. conflictions about that, mm-hmm. and with Madison's just like he's just so like as a matter of fact about mm-hmm. this stuff that it's kind of it's a little bit like stomach churning, but it's also mm-hmm. like makes him a little easier to talk about because he he was pretty firm in in, in those <laughs> convictions, yeah. so. You know what? Mm-hmm. Let's 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 give him a enough of this. Let's give him a run. Mm-hmm. Let's give him a run through. Mm-hmm. Let's get let's get through him. Okay, we got no choice. Okay, we've got no choice, y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay, can't skip it. Nope, no skipping nope. it because <laughs> we won't give you the password. We to the won't next give show. you the password to the next show. <laughs> I just want to say one thing. Yeah, this is a little behind the scenes. Okay, we promised at the beginning of this that we would search out biographies written by women. Mm-hmm. And he has a biography written by a woman. Oh, yes. We have to mention this. And that woman is Lynn Cheney. <laughs> which to me was, reading it was worse than not reading it. Because <laughs> I felt like this is going to be a Bill uh, Bill O'Reilly type revisionist yeah. history. And I don't want it sullying my brain space. So. <laughs> yes. All right. Early life. Mm-hmm. So the Madison people, family, Mm -hmm. they've been in Virginia since the mid-1600s. Okay, so they go way back, Mm -hmm. uh, which always smells trouble. Mm -hmm. Uh, They owned a good bit of land. This is, you know, down in Virginia. Mm -hmm. The state that James Madison was born into Mm -hmm. that belonged to James Madison Sr. was originally called Mount Pleasant. Mm -hmm. In 1732, this is important to mention. When James Madison's grandfather died in Mm -hmm. 1732, Mm -hmm. the estate counted 29 enslaved people. Okay. Okay. By 1801, when James Madison Sr. died and James Madison, like, Mm -hmm. officially took it over and Mm -hmm. it was then called Montpelier. Montpelier. Right. I want to say Montpelier because I'm fancy and Mm -hmm. I I lived in France for a year, but um, it's (laughs) Montpelier. 
Mont, is that how is that how the um, American peasants say it? I, Montpelier. I, yeah, I as a troglodyte would call it Montpelier. Okay, Montpelier. James Madison takes it over. Mm-hmm. There were over a hundred enslaved people at this point, wow. and they had taken over. Oh, it was a lot more land. So this is yeah. this is a very upwardly mobile, mm-hmm. like big, important Virginia family. Yes. Okay. So. By the time James Madison was a teenager, they were in, it, he was originally living in like a more modest house on the estate, um, and then he moves into this big, impressive, like Georgian style mm-hmm. plantation home. Mm-hmm. Um, he was five four, by the way, shortest president. Yes, that's a fun bit of trivia. Still taller than me. It's taller than me. Yeah, we're both five two. We're both five two. Well, you're five three. I say five three, but I'm probably lying. We're the same height. So whatever we are, it's the same. Yes, and it's we shorter are, okay. than it's shorter than him. Yeah, we're shorter than James Madison, but he is the shortest president. He's the so, shortest president. That so gives far, you an idea. So far, before we become co presidents. Co presidents. So, so he also never weighed more than a hundred pounds. So he was very slight. He was yeah. very like he was a small guy. Yeah. Uh, and as a as a like a young guy, right? Mm-hmm. He's being fed all this like Bible. Yeah. You know, biblical stuff. And that was like what a lot of the education was based on. Mm-hmm. He was really hungry for things beyond that. He mm-hmm. wanted to go. Um, he was sent to this boarding school. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on to college in New Jersey. New Jersey. Yes, the college to... of College of New Jersey, which is now Princeton. Yes. Um, but he really at the time, if you were like Virginia mm-hmm. elite, you went to College of Mary and college William. Of Mary. Uh, yeah. William and Mary. Which is where Jefferson went. Yes. Yes. So this is kind of a departure because he's mm-hmm. going like up north mm-hmm. and he's being exposed to more like enlightenment mm-hmm. ideals and seeing not the South. Yeah. Um. So interesting about that, though, is he's in this place of religious religious tolerance um, and encouragement of immigration. Mm-hmm. He definitely like takes in a lot of that religious tolerance because he goes on to kind yes. of advocate for the separation of church and state in a really big way. But he, he also goes in and, like, takes in all these, like, enlightenment thinking and, like, sees how things are in the north, but then comes back mm-hmm. to Montpelier mm-hmm. um, and has no change of mind yes. or conflict with being an enslaver and being part of that. Yes. that. Interesting ideas I got in college, but now I'm going home to my dad's plantation yeah. to pick up life. Mm-hmm. As it and is. I'd like to stay rich. I'd like to be rich if I could. If I could. If that's a... Yeah. So I don't know. He had some some really mm-hmm. strong cognitive dissonance going mm-hmm. on, and it mm-hmm. didn't really seem to keep him up at night. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was super studious. Yes. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. I think uh, all the presidents are nerds up to uh, pretty soon. I mean, I, we're we're getting we're about, we're gonna get into some that aren't okay for sure. For, for right now, I'd say they're all nerd presidents. Yeah, I'd say Madison is, like, really Mm. studious and bookish Mm -hmm. like Adams, Mm -hmm. but not fun. He's very mean. He's very meager. Yeah. One of the quotes, uh, not credited, but one of the quotes about him was a a contemporary who said, I've never seen so much mind in so little matter. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. 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 And he also, he was not really a drinker. Uh, he hated he hated nope. drunkenness. No fun. He, no, didn't like any indulgence. Mm-hmm. Um, he sounds like a life. Yeah, I yeah. think the craziest thing he did in his college days was he wrote like some like semi semi salacious poem. That's it. That's oh, wow. the most like 
crazy thing he did in college. Um, He was very religious. Mm -hmm. His morality was very tied to that. Mm -hmm. Uh, He also suffered from sudden, like, epileptic-like attacks his whole life. Mm -hmm. And he, when he was a young man, did not expect to live a long and healthy life. Um, Spoiler alert, he ends up being the last founding father to die. So he lives a very long life. Yeah. Uh, Not a social butterfly. I guess you you probably already guessed that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he was described as quote being gloomy, a gloomy, stiff creature. Mm. Um, and <laughs> also, uh, this is Martha Bland, a wife of a Virginia delegate. This mm. is a little later that he was called this, but um, quote the most unsociable creature in existence. Wow. So this is what we're <laughs> dealing with. Wow. Oh, also, she said. Uh, clever in Congress, but out of it, he had nothing engaging or even bearable in his manners. Wow. Yeah. So that's, a, I mean, it's a harsh critique, but that's, Damn. that's what we're dealing with here. Hold no punches. <laughs> Hold the no punches. No. Uh, so, okay. He didn't need to have a big personality. Right. He, he, he was all brain. Mm-hmm. His whole body was full of brain. His whole body was just a big old brain. Yeah. That's why it was so small. It just needed that much space. It was space. just a little brain body. Uh, okay, so mm-hmm. political. Let's talk about how he got into politics. Yes, when he returned from Princeton mm-hmm. to his home, mm-hmm. which I cannot pronounce correctly, uh, his views mm-hmm. right weren't Mark changed Perrier. at all. But after the Boston, so the Boston Tea Party happens, mm-hmm. and his letters start to get very. He's like, oh, really into this revolutionary mm-hmm. stuff. He's he's getting pulled in, mm-hmm. pulled in, pulled in. Uh, and then, of course, we've got this quick succession of succession of events mm-hmm. that happen that mm-hmm. lead up to the Revolutionary War that we've talked about mm-hmm. and that you can um, learn about in a high school mm-hmm. history class. Um, he his father and him mm-hmm. and him by relation, basically, mm-hmm. were the most prom- like basically some of the most prominent citizens in Orange County of and this is Virginia, not yeah. Orange County, California. <laughs> um <laughs> He was basically just kind of like fit being, quote, the right pedigree mm-hmm. uh, because he and he also didn't have a plantation to oversee. Right. right? Because it was all his father still. Yeah. And his father had other, I think, another son or something like he yeah. had siblings. I used um, to think about that a lot as yeah. a kid about like when you are in old timeies, mm-hmm. in old timey times, mm-hmm. how how much different your life was if your dad died when you were young. Oh my gosh! You were yeah. just like wait, like sitting around for the old man to die, and then it was like, "Here's all his stuff. Yeah, here's all his responsibilities. Yeah, all of it. yeah. here you go. Yeah, uh, especially if you're the firstborn son. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, it, his his father <clears throat> did not die when mm-hmm. he was very young. So he he kind of had this quote like free like this freedom. Yeah. So he didn't have anything to run back. No home. responsibilities. No but- responsibilities. He has money. Um, he doesn't have to like work for a living. Exactly. So he and he can yeah he can afford to travel because mm-hmm. there he's going to the uh, Virgin. Okay, listen. I just gotta I gotta I gotta be real here. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different kinds of conventions yeah. and assemblies yeah. and the Virginia this and the Virginia that. Mm-hmm. He was very very involved in like Virginia politics yes. for years. I may not say the right mm-hmm. thing here because it's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, he goes to a convention mm-hmm. in so no virginia convention the virginia, the virginia convention. convention that's correct yes i yes. do remember that uh it's me this is meeting at the same time as the second continental congress right. in 1776 and he here really as like advocating for that that 
separation of church mm-hmm. and state. And in Virginia, like mm-hmm. they're they're trying to put up make like a state church a state church. Yeah. And he really leaves his mark here. Mm-hmm. He he makes an impression. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really like mm-hmm. he doesn't like prevent the church and state from getting yeah. a little cozy. But yeah. he he kind of yeah he makes his mark. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit he a little bit gums up the works mm-hmm. to keep things from going in a direction that we would consider worse than they are now. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And he's also. So the because the Continental Congress is happening at the same time, mm-hmm. the more prominent up and coming people like Jefferson, for example, go mm-hmm. to that. Yes, he's he stays behind. Yeah, and he's the young guy with all the senior people mm-hmm. who are, but maybe not as ambitious. Yeah, which is a really good education for him. Yeah, and it's like he's almost like the the fact that all this stuff is going on um, with the Continental Congress. Mm-hmm gives this almost like opens up this little void at a more local level mm-hmm. for him to step him to step in and be yeah. more prominent in Virginia. Yeah. Uh, he loses re-election as a delegate mm-hmm. at the Virginia Convention in 1777, mm-hmm. but then becomes Privy Council, which I don't fully know what that means because I am not <laughs> an academic scholar. Um, but under Patrick Henry and then Jefferson, who as yeah. they were governor when they were governors of Virginia. Mm-hmm. So he gets tons of experience. Mm-hmm. This is like a matter of public service for him. Yep. Uh, he doesn't get like a great income, but he's becoming like a professional politician. And he's basically the first like person in this new gut, go- like this forming government mm-hmm. to be making a career like fully on politics. Yeah. Like this is this is like his whole thing. Yeah. This time working under Jefferson. Yeah. They become besties. Yes. They become BFFs. If there is one thing Madison is good at, mm-hmm. it is finding someone who has a skill that he does not have. Yeah. And becoming very close to them. Yep. He forms good partnerships. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they, they, I mean, they had a lot in common, for yeah. sure. Uh, mm-hmm. They both loved nature and mm-hmm. science mm-hmm. and being country planters, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Um, they loved the Enlightenment, yes. obsessed. Uh, and, and Madison, it was a good friendship because they weren't competitive. Because right. Madison was quite a bit younger than Jefferson. Mm-hmm. And... Jefferson was definitely seen as being the senior yes. in that friendship. No questions about yes. that. So it kind of kept it from being um, combative in yeah. any way. Uh, but yeah, they were they were great friends, yeah. and and they they are very similar. They really, yeah. if you think about all the stuff we talked about with mm-hmm. not all, but like Jefferson was more extreme than Madison, mm-hmm. but they had the same kind of like republic Repub- small r Republican mm-hmm. ideals. Mm-hmm. So it it's an it, it's a good match yeah. for sure. Yeah. 1779. Yes. He's okay, this is what I'm talking about with all these congresses and mm-hmm. conventions and he whatnot. Was he was selected to be a representative for Virginia in the Continental Congress mm-hmm. with the big shots. Mm-hmm. Though, here's the catch to this. Mm-hmm. This is still technically the second Continental Congress. Like mm-hmm. it never like really ended, which we kind of got mm-hmm. into and um, spiraled out of control with yeah. in the Articles of Confederation episode. So this is a little bit what we're talking mm-hmm. about there. Um, by then, a lot of the bigwigs had left. So again, he's yeah. like sort of filling a void, yeah. right? They're like kind of moved on to other things. So mm-hmm. Jefferson's not there anymore. Adams mm-hmm. isn't there. Hancock's not there. Franklin's mm-hmm. not there. The Articles of, uh, bleh, the mm-hmm. articles of Confederation have been adopted. And mm-hmm. Madison, 
Not a fan. No. Not a fan. Okay. So he's like, we can do better. Yeah. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. He's like, I've been reading all these books. Mm -hmm. That's all I do. That's all I do is read. study (laughs) politics. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you right now. Yeah. This isn't going to apply. This is not. He knew. Mm-hmm. Um, so during his time in Congress, war is won against Britain. Mm-hmm. Uh, the govern this governing body that's going on, the Artists Confederation, blah blah blah, total disaster, mm-hmm. which we all know if you've been listening. After seven years, mm-hmm. at this point, it's seven years of working in the public, public duties. Yeah, and he's like become in that fairly short amount of time, mm-hmm. like an essential member of like Virginia's governing elite. So yeah. he's kind of become this hotshot. A name has mm-hmm. been made. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and he, a lot of people went into law mm-hmm. that we've talked about so far, yeah. but he truly loved politics. Yeah. He loved it, loved it, loved it. So. Born at the right time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Because there weren't politics before that. Really? Not really. Yeah. No. It was very local before that mm-hmm. and it was a totally and, different ballgame. Okay. What's the difference between just like the unofficial boys club and mm-hmm. politics? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I think that's where one leads to another. Yeah. He would have been horrible in boys club. Because he's a little guy. He's small. He's little. He's small. He's small. Small. He's small. He's our first small president. He's our smallest president. (laughs) So, okay. Seven years, right? Mm -hmm. He makes his name for himself. Mm -hmm. During all this time... Mm -hmm. Nary a love interest. No, not except at all. Mm-hmm. for one. Yeah. Kitty, which was Mm-mm. the name of a daughter mm-hmm. of someone at a the, boarding house he was staying was, at. She was the 15 year old daughter of a man who highly respected uh, Madison. Yeah. So she felt a little bit of pressure to mm-hmm. like accept mm-hmm. his courting. Like she found someone else her own age. Yeah. Well, when he first met her, yeah, she was thirteen. Oh boy. Yeah. I mean, he didn't like. I propose marriage a little later, but it doesn't make it any better. Um. Mm, I'm just gonna. I don't want to defend him. Okay. But here's what I'm gonna say. Yeah. However old he was. He was like 28 or 28. He was like 28, but like yeah. he was not what we would nowadays consider a 28-year-old who's had like lots of experiences and da 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 da, da. Like he No, is, he was like making out with a book. Yeah. In in I'm not saying it's right. No. But I'm just saying that he was very arrested in that area. Yeah. And honestly, like, was going for the easy person. Yeah. You know. It wasn't like he was. I don't want to give the impression. I don't even think he was really, he wasn't the one that was like actively pursuing her. It it was, and also, by the way, there's not a lot of information yeah. on any of this because mm-hmm. most of it has been like redacted from yeah. his letters. So by him. it de- Yes, by him. By him. Details about the courtship are really mm-hmm. not known. So we can't really say yeah. exactly who, if someone else was like arranging this for him mm-hmm. or when he started courting her, how old she was, mm. all this stuff. But it was it's just icky. So yeah. yeah. But that's it. That is yeah. it. Yeah. For years. Past know. this too. Past this. I'm not even I can't yeah. even talk about Dolly yet because I'm trying to go a little bit in order. Yeah. No, Dolly Dolly's way down the road. Yeah. So sit tight if you want so to hear about on. Dolly Madison because we're not here yet. Madison's in this uh still in the second constitutional mm-hmm. anyway he's in the thing yeah. and um he's been trying to get changes made to the articles mm-hmm. of confederation he wants changes mm-hmm. he's like we can't do this now he's over there being like y'all 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 we gotta do this 
But it's not until Shay's Rebellion happens mm-hmm. that everyone's like, oh, yeah, we really do need to do something mm-hmm. about this. So mm-hmm. then we've got this. This stirs up the Constitutional Convention of 1787, which we've talked about. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to get into details because we don't need to hear it for a fourth time. But <laughs> yeah, Madison <laughs> was not a great speaker. No. Um, he was not, did not have a good physical presence. Mm-hmm. He had no reputation for like wartime glory. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he did his homework. Yeah. He came so prepared mm-hmm. to the constitutional constitutional convention mm-hmm. where they were going to figure out what they were going to do with the articles, articles of confederation. Mm-hmm. Um, he came so prepared. He came with what is the Virginia plan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is an vision of small R republicanism. Yeah. And he was like, just, he knew it. He mm-hmm. knew, I mean, and it was a good mm-hmm. plan. Now, I want to talk about this plan mm-hmm. a little bit in detail. I know this might sound like political minutia, but I think it's really important. Yeah. Some of the stuff that he wanted, right, and that were was important to him, mm-hmm. separation of powers. Yes. That was huge for him. So this is kind of like making sure mm-hmm. that there's not this kind of like reaching in and yeah. muddling between the mm-hmm. branches. Mm-hmm. Um he also believed that the House of Representatives, mm-hmm. because it was meant to be a direct repre- mm-hmm. representation of the people, should be the center of politics. Yeah. So that was a big thing for him, too. Yeah. As far as how representation worked, mm-hmm. he wanted any representation that was going to happen in mm-hmm. the legislative branch to be based on population. So he did not like the whole um, having one ha- one chamber mm-hmm. com- uh, camera. Cam- yeah, one chamber of Congress. One chamber. The Senate is The done. Senate, yeah. He was not a, a fan of it being like all these states get two votes. Now. Yeah. He also, something that I thought was really interesting Mm -hmm. is he thought the national government, the Mm -hmm. federal government, should have veto on the states. Yeah. Now, he was worried Mm -hmm. that any positive power that was given to the national government via this constitution they were creating could be easily evaded Mm -hmm. or just kind of loopholed by the states. So he mm-hmm. really wanted to really flip that at yeah. when under Artic- Articles of Confederation, it was state, 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 mm-hmm. states. He wanted to flip it yeah. and make um, the federal government have more check on the mm-hmm. states, way more. So states, and under his idea, should mm-hmm. only have power under strictly local matters. So things that actually mattered on a state level, yeah. on a local level. Yeah. And Congress would have a final say in mm-hmm. what that meant. Yeah. Now, the reason I wanted to bring this up mm-hmm. is because right now, like, we're recording this episode, mm-hmm. like, um, after hearing about the overturning of Roe v. Wade and having all of these states are now Mm -hmm. deciding these things. Mm -hmm. Prior to that decision, states Mm -hmm. were already finding these loopholes Mm -hmm. and whittling down that that sort of national government power that was Mm -hmm. given. And we're seeing this in a lot of other areas as well. So this was something Madison was very worried about. Yes, he Um, saw this. Listen, (sighs) we would be a very different country and I don't think for the better without him. I agree. He he did a lot of stuff that is just kind of listen. Bill of Rights. He wrote it. Yeah. He came up with it. Uh, the separation of mm-hmm. powers, mm-hmm. judicial review. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he understood that people form into factions. And if you can like spread those factions out mm-hmm. and then make you sure have, nothing gets too powerful, no one gets too and- powerful. So it's like, yes, he had personal flaws, mm-hmm. but he recognized that everyone had personal flaws and you had to govern around. Them. Yeah. Yeah. To me, he's almost like he is not, I mean, of course he's a person, but mm-hmm. <laughs> when I think, when I think about him, I think of him as like political, like a blob of political theory. Yes. And, um, as far as like personality and stuff, it's kind of like, okay. Yes. But his whole idea was that he would, that politics mm-hmm. and government would work mm-hmm. vis-a-vis factions mm-hmm. like working things out among themselves yes. and coming to a compromise where yes. everyone was maybe not getting what they wanted mm-hmm. but it was like self-interest versus self-interest mm-hmm. versus you know factions wanting different things mm-hmm. coming together to do that now he comes into the this constitutional convention right with all these mm-hmm. ideas mm-hmm. and of course just ironically mm-hmm. or exactly as predicted mm-hmm. You know, everyone comes in with with their ideas mm-hmm. and, and his ideas get whittled down, too. And there's like yeah. this for him, it's a big compromise. And to yeah. him, it's a huge disappointment. Yeah. Um, too. He's not a fan of the Constitution, mm-hmm. like dire- directly after the convention. And yeah. then they kind of yeah. have it because they end up having representation that is not based on mm-hmm. population, which is also becoming an issue mm-hmm. as far yeah. as voting Yep. is right now like mm-hmm. the fact that um wyoming right. you know has the same amount of senators as california mm-hmm. and that is that does not represent the population right. Right. is a problem mm-hmm. um and and it can be said that like okay madison sort of was thinking about that yeah. like okay you know some states are going to end up having um mm-hmm. more power than they really should in that house yeah i mean so, madison's idea mm-hmm. was that government should be slow yeah. so that nothing is done in haste. Yeah. Um, it made me think about, um, you know how typewriters are set up intentionally? Yes. So oh, that, oh, keyboards. Or yeah. Key, yeah. Well, yes, before that it was typewriters, my dear. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I'm so young. I don't I, I don't know what you're talking baby. about. Uh, you mean laptops? Laptops. Yeah. They had big pokey keys and they went click clack click clack click clack but they no seriously they would like cross yeah. and so it was intentionally made mm-hmm. so that you couldn't go fast enough or you couldn't go too fast and it's or the it same would jam it up huh it would jam it up it would jam it up too right. fast yeah so like they so i think same idea mm-hmm. with with uh the political process mm-hmm. but the problem is those levers of power are now rearranged such that forestalling action mm-hmm. keeps the people in power in power. Right. So right. he could not have ever, of course, predicted that. No, but, but he was, he was, it, so he came in with all these ideas and I think yeah. he was such a meticulous thinker. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying everything in the Virginia plan was like ironclad and, yeah. and you know, but I do think a lot of what was in there, especially the, that veto mm-hmm. power personally, yeah. um, was he was thinking about, okay, everything could work if it's yeah. like this. And the right. fact that things did change and shift and there's this compromise, mm-hmm. it is an imperfect document. Yeah. Not to say that his document would have been perfect, but it is. Yeah. it was created through many minds and compromises. And speaking of compromises, yeah. Yeah. Um, the three-fifths mm-hmm. rule that mm-hmm. they came up with, this is one area where Madison was quiet, uh, right? Yeah. So he had all these ideas, all this stuff, mm-hmm. but when the issue of how are we going to mm-hmm. come up with the population mm-hmm. when we're talking about enslaved people um what was come up with is that they would count as three-fifths of a person right. 
And Madison had nothing to say about this. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Even though this went directly against everything that he theorized Mm -hmm. and talked about as far as, like, republicanism went Mm -hmm. and about having this representation of the people regardless Mm -hmm. of, um, like, where they're living or their circumstance. uh, He wanted that representation to be there. But in this case, he was like, you know what? What am I to do? So it, these Listen. are the areas where he he is very choosy about what mm-hmm. he makes. The, he has these strong political mm-hmm. agendas and ideas. Mm-hmm. But he's choosy about when yeah. when and where he places that pressure. For Madison, mm-hmm. I do think that he is a little bit. He knows how the sausage is made, and is willing to just swallow this kind of thing. Yeah, and and really just know like, look, we're not. This isn't. We're not talking them out of this. Yeah. Regardless of how he may or may not felt, and I'm yeah. not saying he had like oh no, urine. he he was extremely like white supremacist, like yes. all that. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I don't think he looked, but I don't know that it was. I think he was so white supremacist that he wasn't even considering the people being counted. He Correct. was he was yeah. just thinking, look, there's got to be politics. Yeah, yeah, politics. That was all I, his brain I, was on. Totally. Like, so I have a quote that mm-hmm. he what he warned. I just keep going back to this. Because it's so, like, on our mm-hmm. minds right now. It's, sure. like, state versus federal power yeah, no. and all that. Um, I'm wondering where I should go live. Anyway. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's on my it – was really on my mind. So we had this quote that was, mm-hmm. without the veto, quote, mm-hmm. the states will continue to disturb the system, mm-hmm. violating national treaties, infringing right, the mm-hmm. rights and interests of each other, and oppressing the weaker party with their respective jurisdictions. Mm-hmm. Well – you know, this is what I'm saying without that federal veto over state mm-hmm. state stuff. Um, I, I don't even need to comment on that. I mean, I think that's exactly what's going on right now. So yeah. Yeah. anyway, um, <laughs> and I think anyone on either side of the political spectrum mm-hmm. could say that on the state level. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah. So um, I mean, it depends on if it's going your way or not. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's how it is for everyone. <laughs> We're done with the Constitutional Convention. (laughs) Um, Now we've got to ratify, which is no easy road, Mm -hmm. right? We think, okay, we've got the Constitution. No, we've got to get it ratified. Mm -hmm. Um, Not going to get too into that, but this is where we get the Federalist Papers to convince the people uh, that the Constitution is good. Because in the papers, all these anti-Federalists are the people who don't want to go with the Constitution and who want to like... I mean, the thing was, it was very disjointed. They didn't really know exactly yeah. what they wanted to do. They just didn't want that. A lot of blathering on. That's all I yes, know about the federal, federal papers. The anti-federalists were like a mess. And they just put stuff in the newspapers. It mm-hmm. wasn't as like whatever. So the federalist papers mm-hmm. helped along the ratification of the Constitution. Mm-hmm. This was Madison, Hamilton, and Jay. So we see Madison and Hamilton coming mm-hmm. together, working yep. together. Um, Madison kind of puts aside some of his mm-hmm. a little bit of that bitterness he had about things not going exactly mm-hmm. his way. Mm-hmm. And he uh, defends the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Now, they were not only peddling their political like ideologies mm-hmm. uh, as, as it relates to the Constitution, but they were kind of the mouthpiece for the convention. Yeah. So all these are coming out there. Patrick Henry, oh, yeah. this joker. Give me liberty, uh, give me that. Yeah. He's, he was a real big um, anti-federalist, yeah. and he was publishing a lot of the stuff in the mm-hmm. papers, uh, and so he kind of is this. And But mm-hmm. one thing he did, I will say, one thing, mm-hmm. the anti-federalists were like, where's it? Shouldn't there be a Bill of Rights? Oh, Shouldn't yeah, they did push for that. 
So they kind of were the ones that were like knocking on that door. Yeah. Uh, where is it? Hey, remember that Bill of Rights you told us about? Yeah, is it one? still? Are you? Can we have it? Can we have it? We have no other solid idea, but yeah. that one we we came that up with. That one we want. And by the way, um, can you make one of them have like a really weird intro clause so that 250 years later people will be debating exactly what we meant by it? (laughs) Something like, in order to form a well-regulated militia or something. That's all I got to say. You go, you go (laughs) right in. I got to go. Bye. 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 That was his compromise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they campaigned or these essays, these were essays. Right, yeah. and they were mailed around the country. What? And Wait, hold on, they were mailed? Yeah. You mean like... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't like a FedEx truck. <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry that I didn't... I know you brought over history of uh, postal yeah. America. I've been trying to bring it up. Okay. <laughs> and you brought it over. You left it on my coffee table. You're like, I know you're reading this really long James Madison uh-huh. biography that feels well, like right. a homework assignment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also need you to read this because mm-hmm. I am going to start grilling you on how things are getting where they're getting letter wise. <laughs> I did not read it. I- <laughs> Stop trying to bully me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just, I didn't realize it was mailed like a Playboy or something, <laughs> like a magazine. Maybe I'm wrong, but no. I think they were like, it was like. I'm picturing people coming or gathering around a coffee house or something. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. A horse is holding it in its mouth. The horse is, it. Wait, now hold on. You think. Now listen, I need to explain something to you. <laughs> the Pony Express, the Pony, they just got ridden on. The ponies didn't the carry, ponies the, didn't mail carry the mail, too. Mm-hmm. They had people carrying that. Makes more sense. Uh huh. Because I didn't think ponies could read. So you I didn't thought. Think, that's what would make them read they, all the signs. <laughs> I want to. I want. Here's what I want I want stats. On how much mail has been eaten by horses <laughs> in history. Okay. How many letters were like just domestically on by a horse? and internationally? Yes. We want both numbers. I want both numbers. Yeah. I would like a chart. Yeah. So if you're a statistician, if you're a statistician, write in. Help us out. Yeah. I need these numbers. No. <laughs> before I can sleep at night. Yep. <laughs> and since we recorded this episode uh, quite a while ago. before it was uh, released. Yes. I have not slept a week. Not slept at all. Hurry up. Yes. Come on. Run the numbers. Dale. So oh, man. <clears throat> they convince yes. a lot of people. It is a huge impact. Mm-hmm. Uh the ratification comes down to Virginia. Mm-hmm. Pretty Ugh. much, of course. Of Virginia classic. again. I know. So then Madison goes to is elected to the ratifying convention. This is what I'm talking about, these mm-hmm. conventions and these congresses. Mm-hmm. He makes a very thorough, wonderful defense, blah, yeah. blah, blah. We we I stuff happens back and forth, blah, blah, blah. We now we have the constitution. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting us to this point. Thank okay. you. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm speaking on behalf of American history. Yeah, I'm sorry for being confusing American history. Yeah. It's just important that I want everyone that listens to this podcast to really be able to make dinner dinner party conversations about the ratification Mm -hmm. of the U.S. Constitution. Okay? Because I know how often it comes up. I won't be satisfied until we lead people into uh, 
sharing information that no one enjoys. No one enjoys. But I want them, I want our listeners to think it's interesting mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. therefore alienate themselves further from their friends. <laughs> and then keep coming back to Just us. Just like we, we are your real friends. We're, the We're your real people. friends. We'll talk about presidential history <laughs> with you. <laughs> We think James Madison is interesting yes, enough. <laughs> enough. <laughs> so, oh, James Madison. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Post ratification. Yeah. Madison runs for Senate. Mm-hmm. Okay. He loses mm-hmm. Patrick Henry. There were shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, then he runs for the House of Representatives mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. Orange County. Yeah. The count, this is interesting because the county was super anti. I just, I want to give Madison some credit where credit is due because there's just not a lot to work with here. Yeah. Um, but it was very anti Federalist mm-hmm. in his county. Yeah. Monroe was convinced to run kind mm-hmm. of as an anti Federalist mm-hmm. for that seat. Yeah. Now it was like three to one anti Federalist to Federalists wow. in Orange County. Madison campaigns well, mm-hmm. ends up winning anyway, yeah. defeats Monroe. They had a little iciness for a little bit, yeah. but then they went back to being friends. So yeah. um, the Federalists basically at this point have triumphed and Madison shifts from being kind of a framer of our government mm-hmm. to a participant. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> up to this point, he's been working with Hamilton mm-hmm. um, kind of putting ideas together. Yeah. He's also been um, framing the Constitution in a certain way and mm-hmm. arguing certain things in these Federalist papers. Mm-hmm. Once he moves into being part of the government, mm-hmm. part of Congress, then under Jefferson, and then when he becomes president, mm-hmm. he is going to seem like he's contradicting himself. Mm-hmm. Now, I just want to say, mm-hmm. for Madison, and from mm-hmm. what I read about him, it seems to me that he really viewed this as like, no, now I'm participating. Yes. And the Constitution is, I think, to a degree, like he did believe it was a living document that should be yeah. interpreted. Yeah. And so he was interpreting it. Now, he yeah. had a stricter view of it, obviously, which makes sense because he like basically wrote a lot of it. Yeah. But he kind of will do things and change and evolve mm-hmm. over time. Mm-hmm. But... In his eyes, even though it seems like he's sort of Mm -hmm. being a little bit contradicting Mm -hmm. or maybe he's like gone soft on. I mean, there are certain areas where he really does kind of like turn Mm -hmm. an eye. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the time it's because his understanding of what the country needs Mm -hmm. and we're kind of like majority and minority, Mm -hmm. like as far as like political factions and Mm -hmm. needs where those lie Mm -hmm. and where the power the power needs to be balanced Mm -hmm. out. He kind of like runs from side to side Mm -hmm. and pushes things up and down and really participates as a politician Mm -hmm. to make sure that the things that need to get done are getting done. And that power is staying as kind of like equitable Mm -hmm. within this context as possible. So this explains kind of why he will, it'll seem like he sort Mm -hmm. of flip flops on a lot of things at once he's involved in participating in the government. Well, listen, you, you make rules, yeah. whether it's you're forming a country or you've got a swimming pool, mm-hmm. and you make those rules like no jumping in the deep end or whatever, Yeah. and then someone comes up with a new way to break it, and then you're like, okay, well, now I have to adjust. The idea that yeah. we are trying, or that this country, especially the Supreme Court, has taken upon themselves if it, is if something is not explicitly mentioned in the Constitution, da, 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 da. look, 
is there anyone who could take more responsibility for the Constitution than Madison? Yeah. You know? He actually was initially a little bit, didn't really want to do the Bill of Rights because it would enumerate rights, meaning that there would be unenumerated rights. So there would be stuff that people would say, well, that's not mentioned. That's not mentioned. He was worried about that and had to come around to that. And that's why that kind of like, I can't remember which one it is, but there's that little bit in there that's like, and all the stuff that we didn't mention, right? right? That we kind of use... Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this is, listen, children, listening to our podcast, this is what I will say is when someone says the framers, look, the framers came from a starting point. Mm-hmm. And the idea that we should appear by them and but letter of the law when they themselves did not. They didn't. Madison. They re- Madison yeah. literally turned around and was yeah. like, oh, when he was um, secretary of state under mm-hmm. Jefferson, mm-hmm. he was like, Louisiana Purchase? Okay. Yeah. I mean, not no. Bad choice. Not was it a there. bad choice? No. No. What else would you have done? What else could you have done? Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? It was it was basically Napoleon being like, you want this? Yeah. They were like, you say yes. Madison's like looking at the Constitution. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna put this up. I'm not. I'm just gonna ignore that real quick. Um, yeah. I mean, it, whether or not it was right or wrong, like they mm-hmm. they acted in these ways. Like yeah. even the framers of our government. Okay, back to the political yes. career of Madison. Yes. Um, as when he's in Congress, Hamilton is like mm-hmm. he's all about that U.S. bank. Mm-hmm. I mean, he understood that real power was money. Yeah, and he actually had really good like economic, mm-hmm. a good mm-hmm. economic mind for sure. Yeah. So he want, wanted this. Ham- Madison did not believe that this was permitted by the Constitution. Mm-hmm. He was worried about this being kind of like a, an overstep mm-hmm. for the exact for for of political power. Mm-hmm. But Washington ended up siding with Hamilton. Yeah. It was passed and uh it was opened in summer of 1791. So now we kind of have like Madison and Jefferson mm-hmm. forming kind of this Democratic Republican party mm-hmm. that we're going to see um they didn't really see it as a faction but mm-hmm. sort of start as kind of an avatar for the people pretty mm-hmm. much. And then you have Hamilton and is more kind of, at least at the moment, mm-hmm. kind of more tied to, like, Washington. Mm-hmm. And so we're starting to see that okay, separation wait. happen. Poor Madison. Because he was tight with, he was tight with Washington. He was. And then yeah, Washington kinda. is, like, swayed by this handsome Alexander yeah, Hamilton. Yeah. And also, Republican, these mm-hmm. Democratic Republicans at the time did mm-hmm. not really have a good sense of, like, public finance. Like, and Hamilton was, like, literally an expert. So mm-hmm. um, Washington probably recognized that and yes. just kind of went with him. But yes. So at the end of Washington's, coming towards the end of Washington's presidency, mm-hmm. Madison really wants him to just keep being president, even yeah. though, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of, there's a little mm-hmm. bit of a, drifting apart Mm -hmm. like an ideology Mm -hmm. um really thought he should stay on he was really worried about the fragility Mm -hmm. of the government Mm -hmm. he also was not a fan of john adams Mm -hmm. or john jay uh or john jay who were kind of like didn't he leave politics for the four years that john adams was president? pretty much he kind of once john adams became president he sort of uh, like took a little breaky break it made me think about like all those folks that were part of the original Bush administration mm-hmm. and then disappeared during the Clinton years and then we're back. <laughs> For, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he really was down on Adams. And just a reminder mm-hmm. about speaking of Adams, mm-hmm. um, Madison was that one that convinced Jefferson not mm-hmm. to send that like nice little cute letter to Adams mm-hmm. when uh, he lost to him mm-hmm. that first time. So Madison was the one that was like, uh, I don't know if that's a good idea. So, like, 
Wait, now Jefferson was going to send a letter to... Madison. Or sorry, Adams. Adams yeah. When he won. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be... Kind that. of like an olive branchy, like, oh. let's work together thing. We talked about it in either the Adams or the Jefferson episode, but okay. uh, Madison, I just wanted to remind everyone that Madison oh, was a part of that. She's so, a little devil on the shoulder Yeah, there. a little drama. Okay, now we come to... Mar- you know what? what? He prob- listen, he probably... Because here's what I'll say. Adams and Jefferson were friends. He probably saw the situation with, like, his bestie mm-hmm. Washington, mm-hmm. like, betraying him for mm-hmm. Alexander mm-hmm. Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, mm, I, need to keep, I need to keep Jefferson and Adams apart. Heart. And it worked. It did work. Yeah. For a while. For a while. Couldn't keep them apart forever. Well, now we've come to the moment. Oh, boy. Where? Oh, hello, hello, Dolly. Dolly. Hello, Dolly. <laughs> Listen, if mm-hmm. you thought Martha Custis was a hot widow, we got another thing coming got for you. Got another thing coming. Yeah. Now, talk about the hottest widow of all. She. Dolly. Dolly was a hottie. Yeah. Yep. And, like, I will say, even you look at her picture now, like, yes, she is. You know, sometimes you look at old timey people and you're, and you're like, like, oh, uh, they didn't have grooming back then. But, like, no, she's yeah. pretty and yeah. she's, like, very much aware of her strong. She would be, she would be hot, hot, hot now. She'd be what we call a handsome woman. Yeah. She's tall and she's. Yeah. She, she's vivacious. Vivacious. Yeah. So she's a widow. She lost her husband and mm-hmm. her youngest child to yellow fever. Yes. Um, and so she's 26 in 1794. Mm-hmm. Um, and her son, the one that survived is named Payne, by the way, because mm-hmm. this will kind of, this will become Madison's stepson. Yeah. Um, but she's basically, she is the most eligible bachelorette mm-hmm. in Philadelphia, right? So yes. she comes from a Quaker community originally. Yes. And then came to Philadelphia, which so, also has a large Quaker community. Right. And she um, was part of society mm-hmm. there because obviously she's hot. Yeah, she's well. Now, so her father uh-huh. owned a plantation. Oh. And then, due to Quaker morality, gave it up. Oh wow. Yeah. So she and her mother, and I, I guess the father as well, like had a boarding house. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So she. She had a history of mm-hmm. of coming from you know a culture a culture of slavery, but was not yeah. Now I don't know how she personally felt, right? Because her father had these convictions; it wasn't mm-hmm. her decision. Mm-hmm. Well, you she know. later did not seem to have many qualms, right? But anyway, she uh, had a lot of suitors in Philadelphia. She liked James Madison. She did. He was like in love with her. Yeah, he was like, you know, his eyes were like. Ooh, right. yeah, that's Ooh. classic. And like Ooh. big hearts. The steam, steam coming out of his ears. Yeah, yeah. She, he, he she did. had a lot of options. Yeah. I think from what I read, she liked him, but was being pragmatic also. Yes. Yeah. She she called him like my dear little Madison. Yeah. 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 And she ends up becoming the like the toast of the town, the most charming hostess mm-hmm. um, in Philadelphia and yeah. really loosens up James Madison. Yeah. And by the way, he's in his 40s when he meets her. Yeah. And this is his first love. Mm-hmm. And she's he, like, 1797, he's done in the House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. He finally gets a little breaky break. He's mm-hmm. ready to retire to Montpellier. 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 He. Peel your, as in like, peel your banana. Okay. Montpellier banana. Um, he, at this point, had been in politics for 20 years with no break, and he yeah. just, you know, started getting some. Mm-hmm. From, from Dolly. From Dolly. 
he his brother had been mm-hmm. helping his their dad mm. until 1793 so he also at this point it's a good time for him to be going back mm-hmm. he's goes there he's now for the first time stepping into that life yeah. fully participating yeah. in being an enslaver and a plantation owner and yeah. all of that he's in his early 40s and he's Pretty like retired he's exhausted look at all he did before that he did a lot you're right yeah which is always hilarious because we always get to this point with these guys and it's like always before they're even president yeah they're like and then they go retire and you're like yeah. we know a little no. bit of dramatic irony yeah. um he <laughs> just a little, <laughs> just a little. Mm. uh he starts expanding the house mm-hmm. he's like dealing with all this he also um he did acknowledge a little bit in his letters at the time that slavery was incompatible Mm -hmm. uh with his beliefs but did nothing in his life to address it after that point and kind of had a it's terrible but what can you do attitude so that's kind of i think that's about as much as it gets brought up which is yes yeah okay um, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, but what brings him back, mm-hmm. right? So, of course, we know he comes back because he's not president yet. Yep. And you're probably looking at how much time is left right. on this podcast. Like, wow, we got this far and we haven't even talked about his presidency. Mm, sorry, yeah. Yeah. But uh, what brings him back is Adams is president. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, Adams did did a bad thing, which was the Alien and Sedition Acts, yeah. right? Where he's like, can't say that in the newspaper. Yeah. You're getting in trouble. You don't talk he's, about that part of our boyfriend. It's our boyfriend's biggest flaw. Yeah, it's, we yeah, know. we know. We know. I mean, he was, you know, not to get on Adams, but this was, like, his vanity, I think. Yeah. is literally, like, I don't want anyone talking shit about me. Yeah, he was sick and tired of it. He was done. Yeah. <laughs> so, to, to Madison, this was, like, a big no. No. This he, was, like, uh-uh. And he uh-uh. didn't like Adams like we loved Adams. Yeah, he so. didn't like Adams anyway, so. Yeah. Him and Jefferson both wrote, Mm -hmm. well, so Jefferson wrote the Kentucky Resolutions Mm -hmm. and Madison wrote the Virginia Resolutions. He's like, I already had good luck with the plan. (laughs) He's just, everything's called Virginia something. Uh, So he is really, really pissed about this. So they write these resolutions they are actually kind of controversial because mm-hmm. Jefferson kind of goes like uh, goes a step too far mm-hmm. um, and starts talking about nullification. She'll come back and nullification. No yeah. nullification, saying like I know you're saying that's a law, but we don't want to do that as a state. So he mm-hmm. mentions it kind of as a concept. This ends up coming back in the nullification crisis, which we're nowhere near that yet. So I'm I'm gonna just shut up about it. But um, we will get to that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he. It, I'm just saying it was a little controversial, these resolutions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Madison's one was less controversial. Mm-hmm. They they kind they were not in the newspapers because of mm-hmm. the Alien and Sedition Acts. That's why they were passes or they were like passes resolutions. Yeah. So they were getting like their point across through this like different yeah. field because they had this political power, which is pretty clever. Mm-hmm. Um, so but at this point, Madison's really all about states kind of like stepping up. Um, he goes from that sort of like idea. This is that flip flop I was talking about. Like Mm -hmm. he was all about, okay, we need to make sure that the national government has this veto power, da da da. But now he's all about the states stepping up Mm -hmm. basically because he's trying to maintain that balancing act. Mm -hmm. Um, so in 1800, 
Okay, so this is mm-hmm. this is after we know Adams only had the one term, yeah. uh, all this stuff. Jefferson wins mm-hmm. Republican victory. Mm-hmm. They made gains in the legis- legislature. Mm-hmm. This is the de- Democratic Republicans, but we'll call them the Republicans. Mm-hmm. Um, Madison uh, becomes Secretary of State. Yep. Uh, he's the obvious choice for it. There's not even really a question. Mm-hmm. And in 1801, Madison's father dies, and he. Uh, this is when he officially like inherited it, right? Mm-hmm. So he was sort of like helping his father before that because he was yeah. in declining health. But um, really busy time for Madison. As he's Secretary of State, mm-hmm. uh, he, there's the purchase of the Louisiana Territory, which mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier, kind of one of those like constitutional looking, looking the other ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and after, you know, he's deals with all kinds. There's, we talked about sort of this bubbling up of issues with Britain, right? And we've yeah. got the French Revolution has been going on mm-hmm. and there's war over there. And there was a neutrality proclamation mm-hmm. um, trying to just be like, no, 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 we're going to stay neutral. Mm-hmm. But Britain is being bad yeah. in the waters. Okay. Bad in and the water. we're not going to get too much into this because we're going to do a flashcard episode about the War of 1812 mm-hmm. because I bet if you, if you even ask me who has read about it a thousand yeah. times... I have a really hard time kind of giving you the fun highlights. Mm -hmm. So we're going to kind of give a a bite-sized little (laughs) explanation. We know what you need. Yeah. We know what you need. We know what y'all need. Y'all need War of 1812 supplemental information. You do. Because it's embarrassing, frankly, to Mm -hmm. be at a dinner party Mm -hmm. and War of 1812 gets brought up, Mm -hmm. which it always does. I mean, is it because we are at the dinner party and we bring it up? Yes. Yes. But, but it gets brought up and you don't want to look like a fool no. and you want to make sure that you know everything yeah. there is to know about the War of 1812 right. and you want to have fun anecdotes about yeah. it because people love it. Yeah. Trust us. Trust us. Trust us. <laughs> it's a popular combo. It's yeah. an icebreaker. It starts a conversation. <laughs> Sometimes that conversation is, why are you approaching me and talking about the War of 1812? <laughs> but that is a conversation. It's a conversation. So, um, this An is interrogation all... <laughs> is a conversation. Yes. <laughs> so we finally kind of get to his presidency. What, yeah. When Jefferson was in office, we have that stuff bubbling up, mm-hmm. which I will basically boil down to, you know, tariff, embargo, issues with Britain, mm-hmm. water, Atlantic water. stuff. Okay. Um, that's all you need to know right now. <laughs> but he becomes president. Dolly is like remodeling the White House. Oh, there, she's the first first lady to yeah. live in it's not the White House yet, but to live in Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a hot mess when they get there, right? So she's got lots to do. She becomes like the queen of Washington mm-hmm. and she has this big social life uh ice cream. Oh. She's serving ice cream. She's yeah. She's serving ice cream. That's what I think if people go Dolly Madison, ice cream, mm-hmm. saving the portrait of George Washington. Mm-hmm. Those are the two things she was known for. Yeah. Not bad. Serving ice cream. Serving ice cream. Saving a portrait. Yeah. Being hot. So his presidency, we can summarize pretty swiftly, which is that he's basically is dealing with the threat of war. Mm -hmm. He has a very, he's really trying to solve this diplomatically. Big time. He's like doing all this stuff. It's basically this like, okay, we'll do an embargo. Okay, now we'll release mm-hmm. the embargo. Now we'll make mm-hmm. a deal and then we'll see if they take the bait on this deal and then mm-hmm. we'll repeal that. And it goes back and forth, back and forth, right? And he's trying to diplomatically mm-hmm. solve this. He's he's maneuvering all of this, maneuvering all this about trade in the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. And war is a bad idea because Jefferson mm-hmm. 
cut the military down significantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they don't really have much in the way of a military. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also he, hold on. Yeah. So it ends up kind of being that it's, there's no war almost becomes inevitable. Mm-hmm. But what's funny is Madison declares war, mm-hmm. right, through via, via Congress. He does it all within the framing of the Constitution, sure. as I'm sure we all would expect from him. He does this, and because those ponies are so slow with the mail, mm-hmm. um, and it takes them a real ta- long time to cross the Atlantic, yeah, they're, they- they're horse mouths. Uh, he he declares war, but then there's a crown change in Britain that yeah. really would have favored more diplomacy. Yeah, and of course it's too late at that too point. Late. You're trying to <laughs> get so, back to your ponies. It's like George the Third died, and mm. the the successor was more of the party at the time that was pro, mm-hmm. like making brokering a deal. Mm-hmm. So it was really bad timing, but it was sent. So that yeah. was kind of just bad timing on Madison's part. Mm-hmm. He kind of felt if he had waited just a little longer, but mm-hmm. um, those ponies slept. Well, you don't know what would have happened. Yeah, I know. They're just so, kicking that can down the yeah. road. But War of 1812 has started, mm-hmm. and also re-election is coming up. Yeah. He wins by a kind of a squeaky yeah. squeaky margin. Yeah. Um, but... After that point, that war is a mess. Mm-hmm. This is just my real quick, if you're like, I'm not listening to that 1812 yeah. episode. You should, again, you should. because you don't want to look like a fool at a also, dinner party. Also, there will be a test. I will and there will to be your a house. Test. We're, we're going to be administering tests. Yeah. So. One at a time. Um, but basically, it was a mess of a war. Mm-hmm. Unprepared. They try and fail to invade Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, there's terrible people running the army. There's actually a lot of really interesting mm-hmm. stories about the war. Mm-hmm. Um, super incompetent people because yeah. you have to think the revolutionary like generation is like dead. gone and dead what, pretty much. Or, is there a war between the Revolutionary War and the War of 1812? Not that we were involved that in the quasi not. war, which yeah. wasn't really a war, but yeah. yeah. So this is the first war as a nation. Yeah. Madison, like by the skin of his pants, that's not. I think it's the skin of his teeth. The seat of his pants. The seat of his pants. The skin of his teeth. The skin of his. Okay. By the hairs of his chinny chin chin. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. They burn. They burn down. DC. Yeah, so Dolly saves the painting. Yes. Okay. So, right. so the War of 1812 is happening. Mm-hmm. The British get through. So here's what happened. I know what how they did this. Yeah. So what we did, mm-hmm. we burnt down York, which is in Toronto now, I believe. Wow. We we did a bad. We did a bad. We did a bad. But and not the made- same New York that Washington was living in. York. Your, oh, old York. This is in Canada. Classic York. Because we're trying to invade Canada. Listen, you got to listen to this next episode. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah. get I, wild. Uh, um, we burned York. Yeah. And then they were like, you know what? We're going to burn your capital. You know what else burns? Your cities. Your cities. Yeah. <laughs> and through basically, again, because we've got incompetent people mm-hmm. running this war. Mm-hmm. There was a kind of a misjudgment mm-hmm. and Washington was kind of left like pretty much mm-hmm. wide open. Mm-hmm. So they come in, they have no issues just burning things. They mm-hmm. don't take it over and occupy it because it's not really in a strategic spot. Because mm-hmm. remember, this is just like in a swampy little yeah. bit of off the Potomac. Yeah. Um, but they they go through and they actually <laughs> Dolly like gets the call, you know, on mm-hmm. her pager mm-hmm. about them coming. Yeah. And James is gone. 
He's gone. James is gone. He's fled. He's not there. Yeah. Yeah. Dolly's at the not yet White House, soon to be White House. Soon to be White House. Um, And it's like mealtime, I think dinner. Mm -hmm. And so they're like setting like a big table or something. Mm -hmm. And in the middle of this, this happens. She gets like Madison's copy of the Constitution. Mm -hmm. And then she also tries, there's like this big, this is the famous story that you probably already know, but there's this big, portrait of washington the gilbert sullivan Mm -hmm. painting of washington yeah Yeah. um and there's not enough time to pull it from the wall yeah so they cut it they cut it out they break the the frame frame. and cut it out yeah Yeah. so she flees with that she gets away Mm -hmm. they burn they when when the british come Mm -hmm. they eat the meal that has been set on the table which i thought was really funny they sit down and they have a meal and then they burn burn it goldilocks yeah and then later dolly actually like works with the architect in the rebuilding so the canadians are like oh we like this ice cream no the british the british oh they're they're not canadians no 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 okay so they're like uh how's our british voice go you mean a British? How's a British accent go? How does our British accent go that we do? Oh my gosh, we haven't done it in so long. Uh, oh, this ice, this ice cream tastes awfully good, <laughs> Governor. <laughs> yes, that's how they went. That's, that's how they, how they went. That's how and they, they burnt. Uh, yeah, they did some burning. Mm-hmm. Well, Dolly saves the painting. Yes. They they leave DC. Whatever they mm-hmm. go on to. There's then like an attack on Baltimore. That's where Star Spangled Banner comes from. Oh. Yeah. Um, and basically, uh, long story short, this ends in the Treaty of Ghent, where it's yeah. essentially a no-sum game. So there's mm. no one really gets anything they want. And it's kind of as if the war didn't even happen, except stopped. now some stuff is burnt and some people have died. Mm-hmm. Um, but the 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 treaty is like being signed. But again, these ponies be slow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, Andrew Jackson. Uh, okay. This is the first time we're mentioning him. Uh, he's down there in New Orleans, mm-hmm. Battle of New Orleans. He mm-hmm. wins Battle of New Orleans, immortalizing him as a war hero. Yeah. He doesn't know that the war has basically been, the treaty's already signed. They're fighting in fucking New Orleans? Yeah. I mean, that's far from the I action. mean, Louisiana Purchase. Yeah, I guess. But, and it's a port. It's a port. So, um, yeah. they, the Treaty of Ghent, ha- the Treaty of Ghent is being signed. Mm-hmm. Battle of New Orleans goes on. He wins. Mm-hmm. Um, Every, this war ends, even though they didn't gain or lose anything. It was like, hey, we stood up to Britain. Yeah. We did the do-over. Yeah. We can do it. Mm-hmm. Madison kind of, there's a nationalistic surge. Mm-hmm. And Madison switches gears to some domestic policy. Now, a lot of this is pretty boring. Yeah. Um, and it has to do with like some, um, some tar- a protective tariff, mm-hmm. improving D.C. But he did emphasize doing some internal improvements. Mm-hmm. And he want, he was like, he was like, yes, let's have a not- – I want to do a second. He did not recharter the first mm-hmm. Bank of the United States, mm-hmm. which caused some issues during the War of 1812. Right. So when it was time to – it didn't get rechartered, but then when they were like, we should have another national bank, mm-hmm. he was like on board with it this time. And okay. he was like, yes, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did change his mind on he that, learned. right? Like yeah. he, he's like, took another look at the Constitution. I was like, okay. Hey, he's um, like, hey, last yeah. night I was looking over the Constitution. And yeah. I was thinking, you know what? Maybe we could have a bank. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe we could do that. Um, But he, he, I mean, he recommended doing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So an interesting thing, this seems like, this seems like real minutia, Mm -hmm. but 
I will say he he there was this bonus bill that was kind of attached to some of this other mm-hmm. stuff that was going on. And on his last full day as president, mm-hmm. this basically would have added like more money to some federal projects and things. Mm-hmm. He vetoes it, even though it seems to line up with everything else mm-hmm. that he's been passing. Now, he thought it would be just a step too far with the Constitution. And he mm-hmm. was trying to maintain that kind of balance and that like mm-hmm. holding back, right, mm-hmm. of, okay, this the constitutionality of this, I'm not so sure of. Mm-hmm. So, um, or like, it's not specific enough mm-hmm. and... I don't want to overstep. He's trying to create that precedent of like yeah. calming it down. I so like yeah, for better or for worse, mm-hmm. but he, that was where his head was at. Yeah. Um, and basically the, the federalist party dies at this point mm-hmm. because Madison in his presidency. And I think this is so important because it kind of is showing us the shaping of what our political parties are mm-hmm. is um, he co-opted a lot of Hamilton's ideas, mm-hmm. even though they kind of became enemies. Like they started yeah. out on the same side and then they became political mm-hmm. enemies. And then they come and then he goes on to co-opt his idea. Mm-hmm. Now Hamilton's not around anymore mm-hmm. at this point, um, but he blends them with his own political ideology mm-hmm. to create something that, most people got behind, mm-hmm. which is, I will say, I'm going to give him credit here because yeah. he took something, he yeah. put his spin on it. He, it was a yeah. compromise even for him, yeah. but he, he pushed it forward because mm-hmm. he knew it was best for the most amount of people. Mm-hmm. Most people agreed with it. Mm-hmm. And, um, he kind of had to just put his pride on a shelf. Yeah. He wasn't like, oh, I didn't agree with that. So, you know, he changed his mind about the bank. Yeah. And, um, I think that that is kind of a cool thing mm-hmm. that he did mm-hmm. now at the end of his presidency. Yeah. 1817, mm-hmm. James and Dolly head back to Mont... Mm-hmm. What do you Mont- with your banana? Your banana. That's right. Um, and <laughs> he becomes kind of this nonpartisan sort of sage at this point where uh-huh. people are taking what they want from him. Mm-hmm. All sides are sort mm-hmm. of gathering things from him. Yeah. He's giving advice. He mm-hmm. helps Jefferson with the University of Virginia. Mm-hmm. He's still having guests. Mm-hmm. Now... Um, he comes out of retirement for one last job. Okay. Just well, like in a spy movie. Just like in a bank heist movie. Exactly. Yeah. He would uh, be the, oh, he'd be the uh he'd be crawling through the air ducts. Yeah. He's so tiny. <laughs> He's like dun 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 dun, 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 dun. Yeah. He can be climbing through like gas lines and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's so skinny. And it's the debate about this is in 1824, so He's a little old by this. He's pretty old. This is near the end of his life. Yeah. Um or He's still got like 12 years of life. So he's still mentally very. He's a, he's a Joe it. Biden. Yeah. Age. He's Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah. He's in his 70s. I mean, he's still talking and making sense most of the time, but he's, yeah. he shouldn't actually be running the country. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not. Yeah. yeah. So, he's so not. Thankfully, he is not. <laughs> this is getting ahead. This is the issue because we're talking about people and their lives and their influence individually. So mm-hmm. we do kind of crisscross on sure. some of the chronological stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, All you really need to know about the nullification crisis at this moment and how it pertains to Madison Mm -hmm. is that this is in 1824. This is about a tariff that Mm -hmm. uh, South Carolina doesn't want to do. But it's really about slavery Mm -hmm. and about the South kind of losing its power Mm -hmm. politically. Mm -hmm. They don't want to do this tariff. And so Mm -hmm. they kind of pull from that those Virginia and Kentucky resolutions Mm -hmm. that I mentioned earlier Mm -hmm. to kind of make this case because Jefferson like sort of vaguely mentioned nullification. Mm -hmm. The nullification is something to do, which is basically saying we're going to just nullify that law for our state. Mm 
Yeah. So it's the opposite of what Madison wanted, which was a, initially what he wanted, which was a national the national government being able to veto something the states was doing. He right. they want to do the opposite. Yes. Um. So they're kind of using that as a justification. So Madison is like, uh uh-uh. uh, uh no 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 that's not what I said. That's not what Jefferson said. Take that out your mouth. Yeah, we're taking that out of your mouth. So he public he was writing letters to someone who was part of what all that was going on in politics mm-hmm. those letters were published and that case for unconstitutionality was really laid mm-hmm. out so this was kind of as a really big deal for madison mm-hmm. a framer of the constitution to be like hey mm-hmm. like imagine if madison like looked down upon what was going on right now mm-hmm. and like wrote about it you know it's right. like a big deal yeah. um i mean it what that would be an even bigger deal because that would be a ghost so but would we listen to what if lynn cheney's book was dictated by the ghost of James Madison. And we completely ignored it because of our, I mean, my prejudices against the Cheney family. No, no, they're my prejudices too. <laughs> no. no, no, no. You never stop talking about how much you love the Cheneys. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I wish I could marry their lesbian daughter. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Anyway, these arguments yes. didn't really work because it goes on and there's, it's a hot mess. It's yeah. a hot mess. And, yeah. and this is, we're getting into the, what mm-hmm. is leading up to the civil war at this point. I mean, but this is kind of his last contribution yeah. about the constitutionality. Now, yeah. the only thing that I will say about his like last years, mm-hmm. right. He, he had this stepson pain mm-hmm. and he had a, he was, a mess Mm-mm. uh gambling problem oh. he had some problems with alcohol oh, so he pain is a pain he is a pain and um appropriately named yep yeah it was a huge weight on madison and dolly mm-hmm. um total amount that he had to pay as far as like bailing him out mm-hmm. and like paying off debts mm-hmm. forty thousand dollars and total. that's in that's in that time. That time. To give you context, his like sal maybe that I don't know if that was written for it the book did not mention anything about it being adjusted for inflation, but that, sure. let's just say they would have told you if it was adjusted for inflation. So um this is leaving them this leaves them pretty impoverished by the yeah. time Madison dies. Yeah. Um mm. now, of course, they they're enslavers. Yeah. They have this plantation. Yeah. They have all this land. Madison doesn't sell that I know of. Doesn't sell anyone off, mm-hmm. but he does sell some of his land. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when he dies, Dolly, it's a big mess dealing with the estate. Mm-hmm. But Dolly ends up having to like sell a lot of this off. Mm-hmm. I think she dealt with some lawsuits. I, it oh. is complicated. Yeah. I look. I was like barely. Like I was like. What happened after James Madison? I was like, oh, this is a lot. So I don't know all the details, to be frank, but Mm -hmm. it was a mess. She ends up going to D.C. after she kind of gets through all of that. Mm -hmm. And then she's just like a regular at all the political parties. Mm -hmm. And she's there with uh, like hanging out with James Polk. I mean, we're talking about presidents way later on. And she's... um, She's a big part of the social life there, mm-hmm. and she ends up having this huge funeral, and mm-hmm. she lives on, like, very much so. So, yeah. I mean, she's a complicated figure, Yeah. Um, but, you know, she lived on past Madison yeah. for quite a while. Uh, she would have been popular. Yeah, she and I'm sure a... there's, we could probably do a whole podcast about her. I mean, but, yeah. 
I'm sure she was like a Jackie O of her time. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And similarly, yes, of course, there's many other things to say about her. Yeah. Uh, or, you know. But, yeah. So, Madison died at 85. Wow. In 1836. So, he, he lived the... way longer than he thought. Yeah, he didn't <laughs> die in his 40s. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he last he was the last founding father to die. Mm-hmm. And the last words he said, his niece was at his bedside. Mm-hmm. And she was like, is everything okay? And he was like, nothing more than a change of mind, my dear. Mm. And then he died. Those are his last words. Died? Yeah. That's some Dumbledore shit. Yeah. (laughs) Very prophetic kind of just. Change of mind, my dear. So that's Madison. That's Madison. I mean, there's more to say, I'm sure, Mm. but. Mm-hmm. We really, I just wanted to say our focus really was on his political thinking because yeah. I think that is the biggest contribution. Here's the thing that I thought about mm-hmm. with Madison. Um, we talked about how he redacted his letters and he would change history and he was known for doing that. Yeah. And he was a person who would make compromises mm-hmm. and would, you know, just to push things along. Mm-hmm. He's a little guy, and Mm -hmm. I couldn't help but think about Adams, Mm -hmm. because that's all I think about. And how Adams would, like, write in the books, arguing back with the book. Like, no one can argue, I'm going to argue, you know. So I feel like they were in that way kind of opposites. Yeah. Yeah. Adams was just a fire. And and Madison was like a vessel. It was like a wet blanket. Like a wet blanket. But a really smart one. I mean... I, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll say this. I have complicated feelings about him, yeah. even though he doesn't elicit, elicit that much emotion from me. Yeah. He's the one I have the least emotions about so far. Yeah. But if we were just writing a resume, like, I think he's got more on he's it. He's got a good resume. He's got a good resume. Yeah. So, and I usually, yeah. that is usually something I admire. I yeah. admire people who get the work done. Me too. So, but with him, I think, I don't know, I, I can't. I can't feel like excited about him. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. His lack of charisma mm-hmm. lasts through the ages. Yeah. Truly. He's kind of a milk toast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we um do the most important part of the podcast now? Uh the astrological sign. Sign for of James Madison. James Madison. Yeah. So his birthday is March sixteenth. That makes him a Pisces, right? And he's a Pisces. Okay, so Madison is a Pisces. Washington is a Pisces. Yeah. Interesting. 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 Pisces man. Mm, okay. Traits like empathy. Mm, laziness. No. Flirtatious is coming up here. Ooh. I don't think he was flirtatious. No, I don't either. Or charming. It says charming. Being idealistic. Introverted. Yeah, I'll give him. Introverted. Yeah. Idealistic, I'll give him. Bit of an escapist. I will give him that too. Like, I think he probably did retreat into books. Yes. Yeah. Here's what I'll say. Here's my theory. Mm -hmm. I think since he was such a revisionist, Mm -hmm. he predicted that we would see that he was a... That one day, Mm -hmm. two queer podcasters... Yes would he saw so much he saw so much he was really he was really very prophetic so he knew that two queer podcasters Mm -hmm. would be talking about him and his astrological Mm -hmm. sign one day Mm -hmm. so he 
mm-hmm. deliberately edited his letters mm-hmm. and all the all the living information about mm-hmm. him. And he also planted some quotes from people mm-hmm. and things like he's mm-hmm. like, can you say that you said this about me? Yeah. Um, so that he would really not seem like a Pisces and mm-hmm. so that it would confuse us yes. as these queers from the future. He so mementoed himself. He mementoed himself. I'm glad we're done. I'm also glad we're done with James Madison. With James Madison. I'm really ready to put this book back on the shelf. I and am too. I don't know anything about James Monroe. But it can't be worse. <laughs> it can't be more boring. All I know about him is he had a doctrine. I do know that he fought in the war. Oh, that's a good start. And I also think he was... Um, I don't know. You think he's I, I don't know about him. I'm going to learn. And I'm going to try to find a biography that is he's... interesting. And written by a woman, mm-hmm. but not Lynn Cheney. Lynn Cheney. <laughs> Lynn Cheney, come for us. Come for us. And for us. and and Lynn Cheney, if you're listening, just mm-hmm. remember to subscribe, subscribe. to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Make sure you rate us on Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. on Spotify. If you're listening on YouTube, mm-hmm. um, make sure you do all the YouTube stuff. Yeah. And if you have corrections, we really, really do want to hear them. Um, yes. We will. If we get enough correction, well, we'll put corrections in the show notes, but if we get enough mm-hmm. of them oh. um, with, like, sources and if mm-hmm. they're interesting stuff, we will do a corrections episode Are you making at some a promise point. to the audience? I'm making a promise. If we, we get enough should. corrections, I think we should do, like, a fun and wacky corrections I'm like, episode. So I'm 100% behind that. That'd be fun. Okay, listen, class. Listen up, class. Listen up, class. If everyone is on their best behavior, Miss Marissa will let us have a fun day. Where we do corrections. Where we do corrections. Where me and Trent will talk about how wrong we were. Yeah. Um, so seriously, we want to hear that. Yeah. We want to hear comments and reviews, any feedback, yeah. anything. If we're egregiously missing some points here, yeah. we want to hear that. This is an echo chamber right here with us. Yeah, I know. We'll just go on and mm-hmm. on and on about how so-and-so is a Pisces and so-and-so mm-hmm. isn't a Pisces. And so this has been Party. Presidential History. Podcast.